0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now
1: we're going to continue somewhat along the line that we started on a working knowledge of the Word of God, but I want us to go to Hebrews, the tenth chapter, for our scripture. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, Paul says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Now, notice that he says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith. Now, this word profession is the same Greek word that's translated confession. We could say it this way, Let us hold fast the confession of our faith. Now, let's talk just a little bit about confession. When we talk about confessing the Word of God, that means to say the same thing that God said. You know, sometimes you hear people say, well, yeah, I know the Bible said that, but now here's the way I believe it. (laughs) Well, now, that's the reason you're in the mess you're in, you know. I had a dear sister one time. She said, well, now here's the way I believe it. I said, yeah, but here's what the Word says. Well, I know that, but now here's the way I've always believed it. And she just kept on telling me what she believed. And I said, well, sister, that's the reason you're in the mess you're in. Is because of what you believe didn't agree with the Word of God. And she wasn't willing to change. She said, your teaching just confuses me. I said, no, sister, you was confused when you came. The light of the Word of God just showed it up. So, you see, she had a preconceived idea that didn't agree with the Word of God. And when the light came, then she closed her eyes to it, see. But now, Paul says, let us hold fast to the confession of our faith without wavering. Hold fast to it. Now, if there was no chance of losing that faith, wouldn't be any need to hold fast to it, would it? Right. So there is a possibility that you could lose your faith. Now, remember, faith cometh by hearing the Word of God. Now, when we're talking about faith in this seminar, we're talking about Bible faith, our faith that comes from the Word of God. In other words, faith in God and His Word. That's all we're talking about. We're not talking about faith in the weatherman or faith in your car or something else. You see, you can have the natural faith in your car. You go out and you naturally believe that if you put the key in there and turn the switch away, it'll start. But that has nothing to do with the Bible, see. Now, the Bible tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now, that's right here in the 11th chapter. The first verse, now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, if faith is a substance of things we hope for, that means things desired, and it's evidence of the things that we don't see, things that are not manifest yet, but that's the evidence of it. Faith is the evidence of it. Now, you get that faith from the word of promise. That's the only place you can get that faith. You can't get it from watching TV or the newscast or doctor's program. It comes from the word of God. You remember we talked about in the other session that the seed is in itself. Every herb, every fruit tree whose seed is in itself. The law of Genesis, see? Genesis 1, 11, and 12 tells us that. It produces after its kind whose seed is in itself. In other words, the ability to produce what the Word says is in the promise itself. So that's why he says, hold fast to the confession of your faith. If I confess the healing power of God, then I hold fast to it. Well, do you hurt? I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm moved by what I believe. See, don't deny the Word of God is the truth. How many of you believe the Word is the truth? Now, whether it's true in your life or not, it's still true. You understand that? You see, here's where people get goofed up. They get to thinking, well, if I'm not experiencing it, then it's not true. Oh, yeah, it's true. It's a promise of God. That's like some sinners say, well, Christ didn't die for me. The Bible said Christ died for the sinner, but he didn't die for me. I'm not saved. Oh, yeah, he did. You just hadn't taken advantage of it yet. You just hadn't believed and acted on it. See, we must hold fast the confession of our faith. Now, when we start talking about faith for healing, be careful that you don't read something in there that we didn't say because there's been a lot of problems caused by people saying, well, you know, if I believe I'm healed, I've got to throw my medicine away. That'll prove I have faith. may prove you'll die young. <laughs> somebody said, well, they laid hands on me, so I'm going to stomp my glasses. That'll prove I have faith. may prove somebody had to lead you to work in the morning. <laughs> No, see, faith cometh by hearing the Word of God, not by stomping glasses, not by throwing medicine away. Now, medicine won't heal you. It just aids the body process of healing. So if it won't heal you, it wouldn't keep you from getting healed. You understand what I'm saying? So don't read into it when we start talking about faith, and, well, that means, like somebody said, well, he just had blind faith. No, no, faith is never blind. Faith always sees and faith always knows. Faith is like a radar in an airplane. It sees through the storm. Amen. sees what's on the other side. Amen. And when you know what the end result is going to be, you don't mind going through the clouds a while. Amen. But if you don't know what's over there, it produces fear, doesn't it? Well, now, while we're on that subject, can you believe, God, that you heal better when you don't hurt or when you do hurt? <laughs> See, medicine only keeps the symptoms down. It doesn't heal you then it wouldn't keep you from getting healed, would it? Don't place your faith in the medicine. Place your faith in God. All healing comes from God. I mean, God's built it into the body. The body healed itself without any interference, you see. But sometimes we have to have some medical help to keep fear down. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, if the doctor said, if you don't take this medicine, you're going to die in three days. You know, you throw it away, the devil's going to put fear on you. And see, if you're not developed to that, you may die in three days. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. I mean, we need some common sense in this. Amen. The medicine's not going to heal you. It won't keep you from getting healed. If you're taking medicine, take it in the name of Jesus. It'll work twice as good. Amen. Now, that's just kind of a side issue. I don't know how I got on that, but answered somebody's question, I guess. Amen. Hold fast the confession of your faith without wavering. Hold fast to it. In other words, don't let it go. In other words, you could lose it. It's a possibility unless you confess the word over and over, you'll lose faith in the promise. You go to hurting and you hurt long enough, if you're not confessing the word of God, you get to believe in more in the hurting than you will what the word said. You'll get to believe in more in your lack than you do the promise of abundance. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know the Bible says that given it shall be given unto you, but it's always taken away from me when I give. <laughs> When I give, the washing machine breaks down. Well, Satan comes to steal the word. See, don't get offended because these things happen. It's Satan coming to steal the word from you. So you got to hold fast to that confession. If you don't keep it in your mouth, it'll get away from you. Now, what did Paul say in Romans, the 10th chapter? He said, the word is nigh you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. That's the way you keep it in your heart. How do you bind these things upon the table of your heart? Write them upon the table of your heart. David tapped into it when he said, My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. You write it on your heart with your tongue. You say, Thank God I have given, it is given unto me. See, you just gave him the offering. Your confession now should be, Thank God it is given unto me. Not going to be. It's already past tense because you've already given, so it is given. It's already present tense. See, you've made it present tense. Now your giving was past tense. Now it's present tense promise. Amen. It's not a future tense promise now because you have given. It is given. Amen. Well, I don't see it. Well, hold fast to the confession of your faith. Amen. Said men will give into your bosom. Definitely. Didn't say God would do it. Said men will do it. Right. You go down to buy a car and the guy says, "I don't know why I'm going to do this, but I'm going to knock off two hundred dollars off that last price." You know. Amen. Well, you know why he's doing it. Because God has moved upon men to give into your bosom. But now you see the guy that said, well, yeah, but nothing ever good happens to me. It won't ever happen to me. I tell you, I give and it just seems like everything goes wrong. Well, you have great faith for that. See, right. so you're having what you said. The Word said, whosoever shall say, believe, doubt not in his heart, but believe what he's saying will come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Don't like what you're receiving? Check up on what you've been saying. Amen. Because you are today the sum total of what you have said and decided in days past. That's right. That's right. Don't blame anybody else for it. Hold fast to the confession of your faith without wavering. Now, I started on this in the other session and I got sidetracked. We started to talk about the measure of Faith. See, faith cometh by hearing the word of God. God's word is filled with faith. If it was not filled with faith, you couldn't get faith by hearing it. Now, see, Paul's intent was that faith comes by hearing your voice speak God's word. See, that's the whole intent of it. He didn't say that faith cometh by hearing your pastor speak what God said. Even though you would get some faith by that. See, that's not the context and intent of what Paul is saying. Faith cometh by hearing you speak God's word. See, the things you say does more for you than anybody else. I mean, you believe more in your ideas than anyone else believes in them. If you don't, there's something wrong with you. I mean, you like what you say better than what anybody else said. So it affects the human spirit or what the Bible calls the heart more than what anyone else says. And that's why we should confess God's word with our mouth. Now, see, when we understand that God's Word is filled with faith, and Paul says the Word is close to you, is getting it in your mouth and in your heart, he's telling you how to transfer that into your heart, the faith of God into your heart. You speak what God said. Now, here in Hebrews, the 10th chapter, verse 23, he said, "...let's hold fast to our confession of faith without wavering or profession." which is the same word for confession, without wavering, he is faithful that is promised. Then slip right on over to verse 35, cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward, for you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. See, we have need of patience. Patience is a spiritual force.
0: Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, all of this week, our CD offer is CD offer number 7228. It's called Faith's Corresponding Action. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. Faith's corresponding action. In James, the second chapter, James says, If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, and be warmed, and be filled, notwithstanding, he giveth them not those things which are needful for the body, what does it profit? Even so, faith if it has not works, is dead. In other words, the works there means corresponding action with what you say you believe. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. In other words, by corresponding action. Not saying, Go and just be warmed. Give them a coat. Uh, don't say, Just go and be filled. Feed them. The corresponding action to what you believe. Wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son? In other words, he was obedient and had corresponding action with what he believed, that even if he was to offer his son, God would raise him from the dead. I'll tell you what, this gives you insight into it. Now, faith corresponding action is that we should act in line with what we believe. Now, don't go out and just throw away common sense when you get turned on to faith. Use common sense, but put your faith on the line. Now, somebody said, well, I'm just going to write a check and send it to pay this bill, but I don't have the money and God will have to put the money in the bank before the check gets to the bank. No, you'll probably be in jail before God puts the money in the bank. It's not his responsibility, it's yours. All the corresponding action you could have to that is write the check, put it in a dresser drawer, don't mail it until you have the money in the bank. That's offer number 7228. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon.
1: To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps
0: Ministries and our listeners in this area.